If Christ has not been raised, our preaching is useless, and so is your faith. Let's talk about it on today's edition of Renew Network Podcast. Happy Friday, my friends. We're moving on today in our study in 1 Corinthians 15. Today we're looking at verses 12 through 19. Paul moves on in his teaching on the resurrection of the dead and um, says some really powerful things uh, in this text about uh, our faith as it relates to our belief in the resurrection. So before we get into the text, let's go before the author of it and spend some time with the Father. Heavenly Father, we love you today. We give you thanks uh, once again. Uh, You've seen us through to the end of another week And Lord, as we look behind, we can see places where maybe there were some mistakes we made. We can see some moments of celebration, uh, the good things that happened that encouraged us. Uh, We faced down some challenges this week, Lord God, uh, but you're faithful, and we're grateful for that. Would you be faithful once again, Lord, in teaching us through your word as we uh, pause and wait to hear from you as we study together? We give you thanks, Lord, on this day. Uh, for your word and its instruction. And we ask, Lord, that your spirit would uh, help translate these things into our hearts in such a way that would lead to our growth as your disciples. We pray all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, 1 Corinthians fifteen twelve through 19. But if it is preached that Christ has been raised from the dead, how can some of you say that there is no resurrection of the dead? If there is no resurrection of the dead, then not even Christ has been raised. And if Christ has not been raised, our preaching is useless, and so is your faith. More than that, we are then found to be false witnesses about God. For we have testified about God that he raised Christ from the dead. But he did not raise him if, in fact, the dead are not raised. For if the dead are not raised, then Christ has not been raised either. And if Christ has not been raised, your faith is futile. You are still in your sins. Then those who have fallen asleep in Christ are lost. If only for this life we have hope in Christ, we are of all people most to be pitied. Now Paul lays out a logical argument um, for the case of uh, putting our faith in the truth of resurrection. Um, He, in fact, makes the point here that the entirety of of the message of Christ depends on the fact of resurrection. And so he begins in verse 12 by saying, um, if it's preached that Christ has been raised from the dead, how can some of you say there's no resurrection of the dead? Um, Paul says that's antithetical to the teaching of the gospel. That's antithetical to the things that we put our faith in. How do you say there's no resurrection? Um, And here's where the logical argument begins. If there's no resurrection, then not even Christ has been raised. And if Christ has not been raised, our preaching is useless, and so is your faith. And so he begins to make a value judgment based on their unwillingness to acknowledge the truth of the resurrection. And so he continues to build this logical argument, challenging this notion that some are espousing that there is no resurrection of the dead. Um, He says, hey, if Jesus has not been raised from the dead, then our preaching is useless, and so is your faith. What are you putting your faith in? If Jesus is still in the grave, 
you are believing a myth. You are believing a lie. In fact, he takes ownership of that in verse 15. He says, more than that, if we're lying about the resurrection, if Jesus is still in the grave, then we are found to be false witnesses about God. We're lying about God. For we've testified that God raised Jesus from the dead. But if he didn't raise him, then in fact the dead are not raised and we're making God out to be a liar. And so he continues to build with strength this logical argument, taking on this spurious notion that there is no resurrection. In verse 16, For if the dead are not raised, then Christ has not been raised either. If the if there's no resurrection, then Jesus is still in the grave. And we can see where Paul is going with this, and he announces that in verse 17, if Christ has not been raised, then your faith is futile. You're still in your sins. If there's no resurrection, then the cross was for nothing. The suffering of Jesus on the cross was all for naught if the resurrection is not true. If Jesus is still in the grave, then our sins still weigh heavy on us. There's no atonement for our sins. There's no redemption, uh, no justification uh, for our sins if Jesus is still in the grave. We are stuck in our sins and they will weigh heavy on us for the rest of time and they will undo us. For if the dead are not raised and Christ has not been raised either, if Christ has not been raised, then our faith is worthless and we're still stuck in our sins. He continues, then those who also have fallen asleep in Christ are lost. He's saying, hey, our brothers and sisters in Christ who came to faith in him and are now gone from this life, hoping for the resurrection uh, at the final day, um, are lost in their sins. Their faith in the resurrection was futile as well. They'll turn to dust. There's no hope for them. Uh, and I love his conclusion in verse 19. If only for this life we have hope in Christ, we are of all people most to be pitied. If there's no resurrection, if there's no truth to the teaching of the gospel that Jesus died and was uh rose again on the third day, then we're putting our faith in a senseless myth. We might as well go out, eat, drink, and be merry. Live it up because we're going off this spinning planet and there's no reason to put our faith in this mythological story. And that's the whole point that Paul is trying to make. Everything about our faith in Jesus hinges on the fact, the truth of resurrection. If we take that one simple, small element of Christian teaching away uh, makes the whole thing uh, tumble like a house of cards. And it makes your faith in it worthless. And it makes your devotion to it worthless. It makes God out to be a liar. And it makes our faith futile. We're to be most pitied if Jesus is still in the grave. Uh, what a great argument. What a great setup for the rest of what Paul wants to say about the topic of resurrection as he teaches through that topic in 1 Corinthians 15. Uh, next week, we're going to pick up uh, in verse 20 uh, of chapter 15 as we continue on in Paul's theme of resurrection. My friends, I hope and pray that uh, you'll continue to resonate, uh, to stir and, and stew in this word, uh, and allow God to speak to you through it. And I do pray that these words would connect with your heart, and uh, would strongly encourage you in your faith as we know the resurrection is true 
and that Jesus is not in the grave, but we worship and we celebrate the living Christ who sits today at the right hand of Father God in the throne room of heaven. And one day, as Paul promised in uh, earlier in Corinthians, we will see him face to face when we'll be known fully as we are and we'll know fully as we are fully known. And so I look forward to that encounter where I see Jesus one day face to face. I can't wait. And I think in that moment, all my questions and all my doubts and all my fears uh, will fizzle away (laughs) in the presence of my King, um, the one in whom I put my trust, the one in whom I believe, the one in whom I am staking everything. And if you're staking everything on Jesus, we have that hope uh, that one day we will know fully as we're fully known. And we'll see him face to face. He is the living Christ. He is not in the grave. He has risen. All right, my friends, be encouraged. Have a great weekend. And we'll catch up again on Monday.